Be'ezus Hashem Yisbarech. We're going to continue the 11th letter, the holy letters of the Alter Rebbe, Laskil Chabina. And we're going to start, Be'ezus Hashem, the letter today. So we went through the beautiful Akdamas from different places in Chassidus that explain at length many relevant concepts to understanding this parak, because each and every word that the Alter Rebbe says over here is a world on its own. And the Alter Rebbe, when writing this letter, assumes that the reader knows these foundational concepts. And therefore, we are we are Be'ez Hashem summarizing and analyzing and incorporating and invigorating our lives with these essential messages that the Alter Rebbe explains in different places in Tanya. If chapter 33, chapter 34, chapter 36, there's around, <clears throat> around 30% of the whole entire Tanya is symbolized in this simon. And in order to appreciate and understand with a depth and a clarity, we must go through these concepts to appreciate the enlightenment with understanding that the Alter Rebbe is going to give over here. So the Alter Rebbe starts the parak and he says, Laskil Chabina, to enlighten with understanding. And ultimately, what the Alter Rebbe is explaining over here is that the goal in life is, the purpose of life is to be an enlightened being, to be a tzaddik. A tzaddik means to be an enlightened being. That's what it really means. The, the Tanya starts, Perek Alaf Tanya, Tzaddik Valti Rasha, when you pop into this world, when you burst into this world right before that, they made you promise that you would be a tzaddik a righteous and enlightened person, a person that would live with his purpose, live with his mission, see his mission in front of his eyes. Because when you promise something, you hold on to it, you keep it. It sits on you. I promise I will take the suitcase for you. I promise I will bring you the money in this day. And that promise, that strength, that, 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 that clarity, that, that awakefulness is what keeps a person doing his mission throughout his life. So ultimately speaking, a person's job in life, a person's goal in life is to be enlightened. Enlightenment starts with the mind. A person asks the question, how can I do this? How can I, how can I, what's the purpose of my life? How can I live a meaningful life? How do, what does that look like? And essentially what the Alter Rebbe is saying over here in the simon, which is very powerful, is that everything boils down to laskil chabina, to becoming enlightened with your mind, your chachma and your bina, your sight and your hearing, your, your spiritual, your psychological sight and your hearing. <coughs> so when, you, when we learn this year, when we're learning this year, the last few weeks, what are we doing? We are engaging in Torah study, we are engaging in learning with sight, with seeing, with our mind, and hearing. 
and listening, comprehending, meditating. And then afterwards, after the shear is over, we meditate on this throughout the day. Some of us more, some of us less. And many people have told me that their lives have changed. They started to learn these foundational concepts of chassidus, and they've dropped their addictions. They've dropped, they've dropped their, their egoic needs. So this is the beginning of enlightenment. The beginning of enlightenment, beginning of, of living a tzaddik life, which doesn't mean what a person thinks it means. It doesn't mean that you become... It doesn't mean that you label yourself a tzaddik. It means that you are in line with your inner core. You're in line with who you truly are. You're able to see what the purpose of my life is. So where does this start from? This starts from limitatoria. This starts from learning the concept. So what we've been doing the last two weeks, specifically with Simon Yeralef, is we've been learning a yesoida yesoida, one of the foundational concepts of chassidus, which is the essence of enlightenment. So the mere learning alone, the mere knowledge, alone transforms you. It's the limitatoida alone, it's the enlightenment, the light going off in your mind. And you, might, you, you may have changed while the person around you has no idea. The person around you can be non-Jewish and have no connection to anything. But you are starting to change. You are starting to live with the purpose of your life. You're starting to measure your deeds. You're starting to analyze. You're starting to split your own sea. You're starting to go deeper into what the purpose of my life is. And that is the beginning of enlightenment. That is the beginning of everything. <clears throat> so ultimately speaking, to enlighten with understanding is the beginning of enlightenment. The beginning of being it's becoming a tzaddik. The beginning of being righteous. Being Enlightenment also means to glide through life. Not to have any struggles, not to have any pain, not to have any suffering. We went very deep into what's the root of all suffering. The root of all suffering is not to be enlightened, not to have knowledge, not to know. And we started right in the beginning explaining that ultimately speaking, somebody who has complete knowledge has very little suffering. The ultimate highest level that a person can get to is to have knowledge. So, Lahaskil Chabina is a letter that was written to somebody who had tremendous suffering, physical suffering. We don't know exactly what happened, but either he lost money, or his children were sick, or he lost, some, or lost, his ch lost a child or two. We don't know what it was, but it was catastrophic circumstances. Health, some area where a person was suffering. And he wrote this letter to the Alter Rebbe. And the Alter Rebbe wrote back to him this letter. And then this letter was incorporated by the Alter Rebbe's children into the holy letters of the Alter Rebbe. And he writes back to him, Laskil Chabina, I want to enlighten you with understanding. And it seems to be that this letter is written to every, each and every one of us where we can incorporate it, we can start this enlightenment from any space of pain. But you don't have to be in pain to achieve this enlightenment. 
And as we explained, when a person structures, when a person goes through any form of pain in his life, that's a wake-up. It's a wake-up for a person to reanalyze what his focus is. And the essence is to realize that there's all different times in my life that wake me up to ask my purpose. There's Yom Kippur. There's a Yom Tev. There's Rosh Chodesh. There's Shabbos. All of these things are supposed to recalibrate, recycle a person to ask himself, what is my mission in this world? There's miniature ones and bigger ones. There's the davening of my day, which is the Shabbos of my day. There's the learning of my day, which is the Shabbos of my day. There's the Shabbos Shabbos, which is Yom Kippur, which is the meaning of my life. There's the Rosh Hashanah. All of these Yom Tovim are moments in time where I could be fully awake. So a perfect life would be a life where I'm living with Yom Kippur every moment of my life. Where I'm living with Matan Torah every moment of my life. Where I'm learning in a concept that the Alter Rebbe is explaining over here, and the concept sits in front of me the whole entire time. So I measure every deed that I do with tremendous energy, tremendous aliveness. Because at that moment, Hashem and me are one in this world. And that's the purpose of my life. The purpose of a person's life is to discover Hashem in every single thing you do. But we are too busy wanting things. We are too busy running around. We are too busy with the temporal nature, with the structures of life, with, with the bodies of life that are ripping us out of trying to see Hashem in every single thing we do. But a big part of us we live in, in some form of enlightened state, but we are asleep while we are enlightened. What that means is, you see people all around you saying, thank you, Hashem. You see people all around you saying, wow, that's such a gachaprat, such divine providence. Unbelievable. There's no way to explain what just happened. Which essentially, the way the Alter Rebbe explains it in chapter 34, is the purpose of a person's life. To have a moon on Hashem, to have full faith in Hashem, and to see that faith materialize itself in this world. That's the purpose of this world. And this is the foundation of all enlightenment. To know what is the purpose of my life. And the purpose of my life, the Alter Rebbe explains in chapter 36 of Tanya, the purpose of this world is, The purpose of this world is that God wanted to make a dwelling place, a home on this world for Himself. That's the purpose of this world. What does that look like? That looks like what happened to Matan Torah. A Matan Torah, as we explained yesterday, they saw what's usually heard. They saw that God creates every single thing in this world. Every single thing. You think it's a thing. It's really no thing. It's nothing. It's not there. It's being created from nothing to something, every single second. And that what you're seeing is really the energy of Hashem. And the goal in life is that that's supposed to trap you, that's supposed to cover you up, and you're supposed to pierce through it and see in every single thing that this is really God. And God is standing by you, and He's 
checking you. How are you going to do it? And this is a tremendous nachas ruach for the Ebesher. This is the, the most highest pleasure that the Ebesher has. To bring achtus yisbarach, to bring the unity of God, the non-duality of Hashem, into every single moment of my life. That is the purpose of this world. And during Matan Torah, for one moment, they got that revelation. For one moment in time, heaven, every form of heaven came down to earth. Because the king himself was revealed over here. And everybody saw that this is God. Every single thing in the world screamed to the point that the souls went back to their space. Because the essence of God was revealed in this world. Now a soul, a soul is tachas kisei covet. Before it's born, it's right underneath the kisei covet. It sits in the throne of God. And they pull the soul and they throw him into this world. And they force him to live. Because the pleasure that they have from the glimpse, the ray of the kingdom of, of God, the pleasure of that is un, unexplainable. And we explain that all the pleasures that we have in this world are a glimpse of a glimpse of a glimpse of a glimpse of one tiny second of spiritual pleasure. And in fact, all the highest pleasures that a person has in this world are pleasures you can't hold on to. And that's why we create addictions. We run after those pleasures. Because the heart and the eyes and the mind wish they could hold on to the pleasure. And you have one moment in time when there's a pleasure... And even the greater, the greater the pleasure, the more the high, the more you run after it. Because it was one moment in time and you weren't even there when you had the pleasure. And all of that resembles the sea. All of that resembles the water, right? Because a person craves to be on the water on the beach on sunset. Because all of that is really a glimpse of a glimpse of a glimpse of real spiritual pleasure. And none of that comes close to being enlightened. None of that comes close to having wisdom. But most people are just so interested in running after material things. So ultimately speaking, ultimately speaking, an Ashama is plucked out from underneath the Kisa covered and put into this world. And it's a tremendous pain for the Neshama. But what is the real reason for that? The real reason for that was Matan Torah. Because on Matan Torah, every Neshama was by Matan Torah. What happened to Matan Torah? We're going to celebrate Matan Torah soon. We need to understand this foundational concept as we start the Perik. Because when Al Rebbe says, Laskil Chabin, I want to enlighten you with understanding, he's telling you, I want to tell you, I'm, I want to enlighten you with understanding that the purpose in this world that I discussed in chapter 36, and chapter 33, and chapter 34, and all the other chapters in Tanya, which is that the purpose of this world is to make a dwelling place for God in this world. The purpose of this world is to make a temple for God. That your body should be a temple, and that this world should be a temple for God. That your body should be a temple for the inner core of your soul. Because the inner core of your soul is one with God. And the idea to bring out the non-duality, to bring the unity of the inner core of your soul, which is in, which is in Golos, which is trapped. And the inner core of God, which is trapped... Because it went into Gullus. Because it went into exile. That should become redeemed. That should become revealed. That is the purpose of this world. We keep on talking purpose, purpose, purpose. And there's multiple ways that we're going to see as we go deeper into this. What, how do we live with that purpose? But ultimately speaking, the purpose of this world in chapter 36 in Tanya, we can't stress it enough because this is the foundational concept of Chassidus Chabad. The foundational concept of the Balatanya is to make a dwelling place for God in this world. 
If you wake up in the morning and you ask yourself a question, what does it mean to be enlightened? What does it mean that this chapter changed my life? It means that I know my purpose in this world, to make a dwelling place for God, which means to be fully alive, which means that my soul rules my body. My soul is revealed through my body. My soul, my soul comes out through my body. My body reflects my soul. My body surrendered to my soul. My body is to express my soul. My body is to express God. That is the purpose of this world. And that happened in Matan Torah. Because then for one moment in time, the Jewish people experienced Kiryasi where they saw a future, they saw a heaven, they saw the light, they saw spirituality, they saw the kingdom of heaven. But that paled in comparison to what happened in Matan Torah. Because in Matan Torah, that heaven came down to earth, but much more powerful. The soul of consciousness, the soul, Nishama Lechala Nishamas, the soul of all the souls, the, fight, the soul, the life of this world was revealed. So what we see today when we look outside is Shema Likim, is the name of, God, of nature. The name of God, which is called nature. You're seeing something that's unbelievable. But it's a glove. It's a cover-up. It's, it is a name of God. It's called Elikim. It's called nature. And the goal is to redeem, to reveal Havaya, to reveal the essence of God. That every single thing that we look at, every single thing we feel, every single thing, we should be able to see, know, and feel in our consciousness that this is God. That is Laskil Chabina. That is to enlighten with understanding. To enlighten with understanding is to know my purpose in this world. I think my purpose is to make money and to have an ego and to have a logo. It has nothing to do with this world. I think my purpose in this world is not to have suffering, to have good children, to have this, to have that. Comes down to and explains the purpose of this world is to live with full faith, with the Abishter, to live in a space where the God becomes revealed in this world. And a me'enze, a, 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 a drop of that happened during Matan Torah. During Matan Torah, the world became a revelation for, the, for, for Hashem. The world became a temple for, for Hashem. The world became a place that screamed out of Enod Movadeh. And that is the greatest pleasure that Hashem has. That's the purpose of the world. Not only that, comes the Balatanya and he says... Kriyas Yamsev only happened from Matan Torah. What does that mean? The heavens, that heaven that the souls find themselves in, that heaven, that this is a piece of heaven, wow, this is mamish like a Aden. This that we say, wow, this is mamish like a Aden. Of course, it's a metaphor, because that piece of cake is not like a Aden. That blue sea is not like a Aden. It doesn't even pale in comparison. But do you know that the Ganeiden itself is a Yeridim or Panaviz Barach? That Ganeiden was only created for this world. So there's thousands of souls that are in Ganeiden right now, and they are They are enjoying the glimmer of recognizing the kingdom of God, which is something that's so vast, so infinite, so awesome that our minds can't even grasp it. Much greater than trillions of galaxies, billions and billions of galaxies. The, the kingdom of heaven is something that none of our minds can grasp. But that kingdom of heaven was created only for this world. Meaning to say before God desired this world, he didn't cre- there was no kingdom of heaven. And that's what Chazal say, Yofesha Achas, Yofesha Achas, the one moment in time that you have pleasure in Ganeiden is greater than all the physical pleasures in this world. But that Ganeiden, that Koyrus Ruach in Ganeiden, that visual sight that you're going to get in Ganeiden, that is a Yerida for the Ebesher. That was not the purpose. 
But but one moment that you're awake in this life, one moment that you puncture through reality, one moment that you subdue your ego, that you elevate your ego, that you transform your ego, that you split your sea, one moment in time that you really feel a poor person, and you split the temporary structures of life, you split your body and his body, where you see yourself in him, one moment in time where you really feel another person, where you really make transformation, where you really show that God is one, not just as a concept, but you prove it, you worked hard, you made the money, but you gave away the money, you transcended your ego. Like we said in that story the other day, and that's what's extremely important, to Chazar over that story again and again, that that woman went and she sold everything she had. She surrendered her ego. This is what means enlightenment, because we say, how can we achieve enlightenment? In Pedaklam Adalad and Tanya, the Altar asks this, a person like me and you, who are going out to business every single day, how could me, I become a temple of God? How could I achieve enlightenment? And he says, during your business, be involved and be focused on tzedakah. That's what he says over there. And we learned to the Simitess. Most of us are not going to comprehend what means enlightenment. Enlightenment doesn't mean what you think it means. Because we cannot comprehend the enlightenment of Limeratayda all day and night. We cannot comprehend the enlightenment of, of davening a whole entire day. But we can comprehend enlightenment of splitting a sea. Splitting my spouse's sea where I see, where I, I, I vow never to react again. Because I live with her as if it's my last day. That's enlightenment. That's happiness. That's joy. That's a moon and the Splitting another person, see where I look at another person, and I see me and him are not separate. Where I transcend ego. It's the greatest joy in the world. Practice it. Try it even one time. It's the greatest joy in the world. Every, it pales in comparison to all the vacations you're going to take, to all the lotteries you'll make, to all the, the, the fame you'll get. It pales in comparison. It's something you could hold in this world. You could hold it without letting it go. If you realize that the purpose of your life is tzedakah, because in this world, most of what we're doing is business. But the business... Aspect of it is the kosha, is the hard job, the hard job. But we have to just spring into the water. We have to recognize that the purpose of it all is to bring the kingdom of heaven onto this world, to split the sea, to bring this world, this natural world. It looks like I'm doing my business, and it looks like I'm buying buildings, and it looks like I'm involved. It looks like I'm involved in business, and I work for someone, or I'm building someone, or I'm building my own success and my own logo, and it looks like I'm doing it all. But that's all an illusion. That's the glove of life. The goal is to transcend, to go deeper, to find out, to have a moon and Hashem, to see Hashem in everything. And when Mashiach's going to come, we're all going to live like that. We're all going to be enlightened beings. But then it's going to be too late. Then we're going to be in a space of living with the future. There's going to be a whole purpose in that also. But that's going to be, that's very different than what the stand that we make now. The stand that we make now is to be enlightened now. And to be enlightened now means to realize that the purpose of all my ego, the purpose of all my materiality, is to reflect God, to be surrendered to God, that God's light should be revealed in this. And that's what that lady did in that story. She went and she sold her jewelry. And she took these coins and she polished them. And the, the quality of her consciousness in that moment, that's what the Altar says. The, quali- the quality of the consciousness, the, the coins had, didn't have a different value. But the value is what she gave to them. At that moment, she polished them. And she gave them away to her husband. And her husband gave them to the Altareb. And they were poor and they didn't have children. You understand what that means? They suffered. Like what he's saying in this parak. They suffered. But because they had laskil chabina, because they knew, it, they were enlightened. They learned the Torah. The enlightenment starts with the knowledge. And they did it. They actually practiced it. The Altareb said, you split your own sea, you changed your whole life physically, you made the miracle, you became enlightened. What does it mean? That the miracles revealed nature. What is a tzaddik? A tzaddik is the miracle. 
You want to touch a tzaddik, because once he touches you, there's no more nature anymore. You go to a tzaddik and you don't have to do the parnasa problems anymore. Why? Because he's enlightened, because he's living with Hashem, he's living with Amur, he sees Hashem in every single thing. That's why you go to a tzaddik. We're asleep, so we don't even know why we go to a tzaddik. But the real reason we go to a tzaddik is so we should have enlightenment. So he should touch us, he should give us a bracha, he should give us something, and the way he sees how Hashem is in everything, all of a sudden, I see it, I don't even know why. And all of a sudden, everything works out. There's no more obstacles in this world. So when this lady gave up everything for a little pigeon shvuyim, what was given back to her? She lived a miracle. Her and her husband became famous. They weren't looking for the fame, but that's what enlightenment means. Enlightenment means that your life changes. Enlightenment means that everything becomes miracles. Because if you live one moment of miracle, if you live one moment of truly aliveness, you shatter, you transform, you subdue, you reveal God in this world. And revealing God in this world means that you see that you're not covered up by the glove. You see the truth is that Hashem is here. And everything else is an illusion. And to pop that illusion means to bring God into this world which gives the greatest pleasure for the Abishur in this world. And you can do it starting with charity. That's what Altar Rebbe says in chapter 34. Starting with charity. Realize that my business is just an illusion. I have to split the sea of my business. And I have to see that this is all so I can give tzedakah. And when I give tzedakah, when I transform, when I feel another person's pain and suffering, when I really feel him, I will break nature, I will transform nature, I will reveal God in nature. It doesn't mean break it, in the sense of breaking, it means to reveal it. I will make Hashem come into this world. And that's what happened with that lady. Her and her husband lived to 110 years, and she lived two years past them. And they became wealthy. And they, they changed people's lives. And for many generations, they called him Noisichain. He was a man of charm. People loved him. Why? All because of one moment in time. Because one moment, one nuclear reaction he made. And ultimately, that is Laskil Chabina. That is Laskil Chabina, which is Shiyishkan Oir Hashem. That a person has to realize that the purpose of my life is that the light of my soul, the light of the Ebishter, should be permeate my thought, my speech, and my actions.